You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I'm God's... Yes! Amen! And because I am blessed, I'm blessing the world in Jesus' name. We need to, we need to say that last statement. And because what? Say that again. I am blessed. You need to declare the truth. Yes? You need to declare it and you need to believe it. You know, something may be true, but because you don't believe it, what's happening is that you don't receive the truth and you don't experience it. So you need to declare the truth and believe that it is really there in your life, that you really are blessed. Can everybody say that again? I am blessed. I am blessed. And because you are blessed, you will bless the world. Do you understand me? Your children will be blessed. Your siblings will be blessed. Your parents will be blessed. Your friends and neighbors and office mates will be blessed because you are overflowing with the blessings of God. Do I hear a loud amen? amen. And if you claim this and if you declare this, raise your hand and say, I am blessed. I want you to turn to as many people beside you. Give that person a high five, a hug, a kiss. I don't care. You tell that person, you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. Give the Lord another big hand and thank Him this day. Ah, oh, it's so good. Thank you so much. Thank you, worship team. Um, I'm, I'm not here to give the talk, okay? I'm, I'm not here to give the main talk. I, I told them, I, I just want to be with you, and I want to greet you. I want to I give a little exhortation, and then I'm going to leave the stage, okay? So if, if you're okay with me, uh, you remain standing because this is going to be a very short little message I have for you. It's not part of the main talk. Well, it's kind of like tangential, but never mind. So everybody say, I'm ready. What I want to share with you is something, something that's really current, something that God has been speaking to my heart over the past few weeks and months. And it's this. It's a quote from James Clear. He wrote a book, The Atomic Habits, and, and this kind of like, you know, popped up. And you know, there's some, sometimes there are some quotes that kind of like, whoa, where did that come from? You know, it was, you were in the right place in the... You know, and, and it just spoke to my heart. This is the quote. Are you ready? Here we go. It says that you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall. <laughs> you fall to the level of your systems. Now, Brother Bo, parang highfaluting naman yan. Ano ba yan? Hey, it's not. It's not. Here's my question. Do you like the results that you are getting in your profession, career, 
relationships, family, marriage, health. Do you like the results you're getting? If you like the results you're getting, you've got a good system going on. If you do not like the results that you're getting in these different areas of your life, hey, don't blame God. Don't, don't, don't blame other people. Look at your systems. Brother Boadium system. Ah, we've been talking about it in Leviticus. What are the rituals in your life? What are the habits, the routines, the ceremonies, the liturgy? I'm not talking about religious. I'm talking about the stuff that you do on a daily basis. Your mental habits, your lifestyle. Am I speaking to somebody here? The reason why I have an amazing, fantastic relationship with this beautiful girl right here in the front row is because we've developed over 25 years a system. You got what I'm saying? 25 years. We'll be celebrating our, in July our 25th anniversary. You're all invited to our wedding. Oh my gosh. What did I say? But, the, but, the, but the, we, we've developed a system where every morning, this is what we're going to do. We're going to spend time together. We're going to kiss each other. We're gonna, you know, we're, we, we developed a system once a week. We'd have a romantic day. And, you know, we develop a system of, you know, I hurt her and I asked forgiveness 25,000 times. I mean, <laughs> we developed a system. Um, every morning, what's your system? What do you do in the morning? You have a system. And if you don't like the results of your day, maybe you need to change your system. Can I share to you my system? Yeah. First thing I do in the morning, I drink water. I drink a lot of water. And then after that, I do my breathing and meditation. A few minutes. Pray before. Pray. Connect to God. And then I ride my bike. And then I arrive to wherever I want to go. And then I do my push-ups. It's a simple system. And then I read my book. And then I plan. Some people have another system. They wake up. And then they get their phone. That's a system. And then they scroll. And after 35 minutes, they're still scrolling. That's the system. And if you do not like the results that you're getting, guess what? You're going to... You've got to change your system. I, I don't look at social media until I pray, I exercise, I do push-ups, I read my book, I plan. You got what I'm saying? You know, change your system. This feast is a system where every Sunday you come. That's a system. You make it regular. You become faithful. Tithing is a system. Giving, giving making God your, you know, the, the first expense. Um, you know, having a light group, having a feast light where you've got a small group, not only this big one, but this small group of people where you share and you pray. All of those are systems. So you do not rise to the level of your goals. I don't care how many goals you have. I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be a better, I'm going to have more finances. More. The goals are okay, but you don't rise to their level. You fall to the level of your system. So this is what God wants you to do. He wants you to be responsible and take charge 
of the systems in your life. Amen? Amen. And so keep on listening to Leviticus. Keep on being blessed by Leviticus. I'm going to call on this man who has inspired me so much and has inspired you and he'll continue to do so. Please welcome Dr. Ryan Capitolo. Continue to give a clap offering to the Lord for the gift of Brother Bo Sanchez. Advanced Happy Silver Anniversary, Sister Maru and Brother Bo. Please be seated. Good morning, Feast Bay Area! Alright. Today we are discussing the eighth talk. Talk eight na! Of the Closer Talk series. And I will be preaching the message, Love Rules. Can you say that again? We are going to continue dissecting the holiness laws of Leviticus chapters 18 to 20. But mind you, God instituted all of these laws for us to follow, not to stifle our freedom, but to actually protect our joy. Parents, raise your hands. Let me see you, parents. We all live by rules, right? Parents, I'm sure you have rules for when your children should study for when they should, they are able to or allowed to surf the internet or play video games or watch Netflix. I'm sure you have rules for that because you want them to learn their lessons. You want them to graduate and be a step further towards achieving their goals. Right, parents? During the pandemic, the government instituted some rules. The minimum health standards, the minimum health protocol to protect all of us, to prevent all of us from spreading the virus. It would be very difficult. Do you agree it would be very difficult for us to live in a society with no rules, with no systems, right? So we need rules so that we won't constantly live in chaos. And the Word of God in the Bible gives us rules, gives us commands, gives us systems that we should follow so that we will live a life that is pleasing to God. Please extend your hands in the Word of God and let us glorify His Word by singing. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and we shall read of course from leviticus chapter 19 verses 1 to 2 all together please the lord also said to moses give the following instructions to the entire community of israel you must be holy because i the lord your god am holy Today we are discussing so many holiness rules, the loss on Sabbath, the loss on society, the loss on human sacrifice, and the loss on superstition. But I'm telling you, all of these laws, they want to teach us a very important lesson. Ask me what? These laws are teaching us that we should obey them so that we will know how to properly, how to correctly love and worship the Lord. Are you excited? Yeah. 
Give the Lord a big hand. And let us glorify His word once more by singing. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and the light unto my path. Give the Lord a big hand. Alam po ninyo, these laws in Leviticus, they are revolutionary. They are controversial at that time. No? Ask me why. Let's discuss the laws on Sabbath and you'll see why. In Leviticus chapter 19 verse 3, it says, You must always observe my Sabbath days of rest. I am the Lord your God. During those ancient times, there, there are no weekends. People are working every day. So when God instituted the laws on Sabbath, and the Israelites started having a rest day, started having the whole day, one whole day every week, or regularly, kasi walang ang mga weeks, they started having one whole day regularly as a day of rest. Nako, the other nationalities, the other cities, they started looking at the Israelites as lazy people. They did not know that the Sabbath was very important to God. It was so important that God mentioned it eight times. How many times? God mentioned it eight times in the Torah. That's how important the Sabbath is. Because God is teaching the Israelites then, and God is teaching us now that we should rest in God's embrace. Let's be toxic. Let's work so hard for six days a week. But on Sunday, for us, because it's Saturday for the Israelites, but on the Sabbath, let us rest in God's embrace and let's just surrender all of our trust, all of our faith, all our, of our confidence in the Lord. Palakpakan niyo ang Panginoon. Alam niyo, I'm really having a hard time serving here in the feast every Sunday. Ask me why. Because I work Monday to Saturday and my work is so, so toxic. You know that I'm an OBGYN, no? I wake up in the middle of the night to get the, deliver babies. I work as a clinician with my private practice. I work as a government doctor. I work as a hospital administrator. I work as a medical educator. So, to say that my schedule from Monday to Saturday is hectic and full, it's an understatement. So, it's really hard for me to serve on a Sunday. I used to serve in the Feast SM Manila every Friday. So, I really rested on Sundays. Kaya lang, we had to close that because of the pandemic and we, will, we are serving now on Sunday. Pero alam nyo, in my prayer time, God talked to me in my heart and He asked me this question. Ryan, is serving the in the church rest or work? Parang galit pa yung boses ni Lord. Is serving in my church rest or work? And then He made me realize in my heart that serving here in the feast every Sunday, serving all of you, is actually rest for me. Amen. Serving the Lord is actually resting in the bosom of the Almighty God. 
And there is nowhere else I'd rather be on a Sunday than here in the feast with all of you. Amen. Let's now discuss the laws on society. Now, this is interesting. In Leviticus, it says, can I have the slide please out there? Leviticus 19, verse 9 to 10. When you harvest the crops of your land, take note, do not harvest the grain along the edges of your fields. And do not pick up what the harvesters drop. It is the same with your grape crop. Do not strip every last bunch of grapes from the vines. And do not pick up the grapes that fall to the ground. Leave them for the poor and the foreigners living among you. I am the Lord your God. Now, this holy, these holiness laws on society, they want to teach us to share our blessings to others. From the start of Scripture, we always read about the preferential love of God for the poor, for the marginalized, for the widows, for those who are neglected in society. And here in the feast, but we always teach you, Sige, strive and work hard. Go ahead, be successful, achieve your dreams, earn so much, grow your wealth. Ask me why. Because we want all of you to be generous to others, to share your blessings. Sige, palakpakan po ninyo ngayon yung mga sarili. That's what we want you to do. That's why we encourage you to be successful. Bakit may mga failures ba dito sa feast? Wala, we're all successful. Now, we are all winners and we want you to continue to win in life because we want you to be blessings to others. During the pandemic, I love what this favorite restaurant of mine did. I have a favorite restaurant in Quezon City. And um, instead of closing shop because of the pandemic, instead of firing their employees, this restaurant focused on food delivery. And then they trained their waiters to be delivery riders. And they even provided motorcycles for their waiters so that they will continue to have a salary. They will continue to earn even during the pandemic. That's what God wants us to do. Can you give a clap offering to the Lord for that blessing of that particular restaurant? Look at this picture. I'm sure you know her. Patricia Non. She started the Maginhawa Street Community Pantry because she realized that there are so many people who are having difficulties putting food on the table during the pandemic. And what happened? This community pantry exploded, right? This community pantry exploded and inspired so many other community pantries all over the Philippines. The community pantry that Patricia started inspired all of us to be generous, and that's what God wants us to do. Give the Lord a big hand. Here's another law on society that God instituted in Leviticus 19, verse 14 to 15. Do not insult the deaf or cause the blind to stumble. You must fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not twist justice in legal matters by favoring the poor or being partial to the rich and powerful. Always judge people fairly. 
this particular love rule, this particular holiness rule is teaching us to see all people, to see everyone with dignity, with worth, with value. This particular holiness law is telling us that the unborn child in the womb is a human being, is a person with dignity. This law is teaching us that the severely ill, the disabled, the elderly, they are human beings with dignity, with worth, and with value. God is teaching us with this Levitical law that the prisoners, the poor, the marginalized, the orphans, the widows, they are human beings like us with dignity, with value, with worth. And because of these laws, we should all be opposing abortion. We should all be opposing euthanasia or assisted suicide for the, for the terminally ill. We should all be opposing the death penalty because even the people whom society would consider as burden, even, even the people whom society would consider as useless, they are human beings like us with dignity, with worth, and with value. Ask me why? Because all of us were created with the imago Dei, with the image of God. Palakpakan natin ang Panginoon. Let's now discuss the laws on human sacrifice. Leviticus 18.21 says, grabe naman ng law na to eh. Do not permit any of your children to be offered as a sacrifice to Molech, for you must not bring shame on the name of your God. I am the Lord. We don't offer naman our children to a particular deity, right? But 3,000 years ago, during the time of the Israelites, the pagan Canaanites, they offered their children to their god Molech. Even, uh, even if their children were still alive, they would throw them into the fire of Molech just so they can receive abundance in their um, agricultural uh, exploits and in their military uh, services. So they were doing that. So God had to tell the Israelites, don't do that. Don't sacrifice your children. I'm sure you might think, how is this law applicable to us? We don't kill naman our children just to have success in our lives. But sadly, there are many people who are sacrificing relationships, who are sacrificing their loved ones, their friends, people close to them, just to get ahead in life. Just to succeed. Grabe, napayap. Ay, si Brother Bo pala. Yeah, there are so many people who are doing that. The father and businessman who hardly goes home, who always spends his time in the office. That person, that father has sacrificed his wife, has sacrificed his children for the sake of money, right? The politician who set aside the truth and propagated fake news, that politicians sacrifice the welfare of his constituents just to get elected, just to have power. Yung aspiring actress or actor who would give sexual favors, not just to book a role in a movie or in a TV series, that particular actor or actress has sacrificed his or her integrity just to be popular. So we are still doing it. We are still doing it to this day. And Leviticus is telling us to stop. 
Stop sacrificing your relationships. Stop, stop sacrificing your, your, the people you love just to get ahead, just to achieve your goal. Give the Lord a big hand. Now let's discuss the laws and superstition. Leviticus 19.26 says, Do not practice fortune-telling. Mm, yan ha. Tignan ang katabi. Tell your seatmate, Aminin. <laughs> Do not practice fortune-telling or witchcraft. Do not defile yourselves by turning to mediums or to those who consult the spirits of the dead. I am the Lord, your God. God is telling us to stop believing and practicing superstitions. No, many of many people will tell you, there's no harm naman. Diba? Their favorite saying is, wala namang masama. Have you heard that? Wala namang masama. There's no harm in doing that. But take note, for God, you are defiling yourself when you practice superstitious beliefs. In fact, in other parts of the Bible, God calls superstitions and all of these practices as abominable. Anong Tagalog ng abominable? Kadiri-diri, kasuklam-suklam. Right? That's abominable in Tagalog, kasuklam-suklam. Tanong, do you think wala namang masama when you do something that is kasuklam-suklam? Do you think? Parang meron, no? Meron po ba? Yes, because these practices will make us impure according to God. These practices are abominable to God. So please, let's stop doing it. Instead, let us declare that only God is in control of our lives. Do you agree? Give the Lord a big hand. So, let's stop rearranging our furnitures for good luck. Instead, naku, parang may nag-guilty dito. Instead, let us rearrange our priorities so that we will experience the providence and abundance of God. Correct? Amen. So, let's stop consulting fortune tellers, especially the single people. Let's stop consulting fortune tellers and let's pray to God because God is the source of all good. God is the source of all abundance. Amen. Let's stop wearing certain colors or charms for protection. Instead, let's put on the armor of God. Give the Lord a big hand. My dear friends, in Leviticus 18 to 20, there are 49 holiness laws, but right smack in the middle of it is Leviticus 19:18, and it says, "Love your neighbor." As yourself. So all of these 49 rules, the core message, right smack in the middle, is love your neighbor as yourself. That's why we call them love rules. And Jesus, who is a Bible scholar, of course, who knows his Torah very well, when he was asked by the people, what is the greatest of all commandments? He went straight into Leviticus 19.18, the middle of all the holiness laws. And he said, love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus loved us, his neighbors. And we know that Jesus practiced what he preached. So on Christmas Day, Jesus became man like us so that we will truly be his neighbor. 
So he will experience what we experience. So he will feel what we feel. And we, become, we became his true neighbor on that very first Christmas night. On Good Friday, Jesus became the greatest neighbor to that repentant thief. His neighbor on the cross. Because that thief repented of his sins, he was brought by Jesus to paradise on that very same day. And on Easter Sunday, when Jesus rose from the dead, he enabled us, he empowered us to also rise with him so that we too will be his neighbor in heaven. Give the Lord a big hand. Please remember, God instituted all of these holiness laws as love rules to enable us to be loved by Him and also to empower us to love others. So let's not be afraid of these laws. Let's not be worried or stressed about all of these laws. Instead, let's use the, these love rules to be closer to people and to be closer to Jesus. 19 years ago, I was living a life of no rules. I just allowed myself to be governed by anything and everything that gives me pleasure. Lust, money, popularity, and power. Kanina lang pinakita ni Brother Boy yung TikTok. I'm not ruled anymore by popularity, Brother Boy. Kahit na 3.6 million yung views nung isa kong sayaw. <laughs> Isiningit pa yun. No, but then 19 years ago, God called me to be in an intimate, loving, and deep relationship with Him. And He convicted me. He gave me the grace to live my life according to His rules on chastity, according to His rules on sexual purity, simple living, service to the church, and service to others. And I've never been freer in my life. Even if there are so many rules, I'm enjoying the freedom now to live according to God's ways, to live a life that is hopefully pleasing to Him. I'm doing my best. And I have the freedom now to serve Him, to serve others, and to love all of you as I love God. Give the Lord a big hand. Please all rise. And let us worship God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, Heavenly Father, we have come here to worship you. And we ask you, Lord, let your love rule us so that we will rest in the Sabbath fully trusting, fully having faith, in your providence. Lord, let your love rule us so that we will do our best to work hard, so that we will strive to be successful, to earn a lot, to grow our wealth, so that we will help those in need, so that we will be able to help the less fortunate. Lord, let your love rule us 
so that we will not be governed, we will not be limited by our superstitious beliefs, but instead, place all our trust in you, but instead, allow you to be the king, to be the sovereign, to be the one in control of our lives. Lord, let your love rule us so that we will learn how to treasure our relationships, the people we love, so that we will learn to treasure people instead of money, instead of popularity, instead of power. Lord, we now know that you made all of these rules because you want to express your love for us, because you want us to be loved by you, and because you want us to love others. Lord, we know that you see us. We know that you see our hearts. We know that through your godly eyes, we are people of value. We are people deserving of your compassion, deserving of your mercy, deserving of your forgiveness. And so, Father, as your children, we worship you and we give your all, our all to you. come into the presence of God just be reminded of how He loves us respond to that love we sing I could run a thousand miles to win the race of life what's the value without Thousand souls to captivate your heart with more than offerings. But you seek the depths of me when you see me, you see my heart through the eyes of your mercy in the light of your sun. You love me. a prodigal burdened by my shame to you came running to remind me love is unconditional and in your eyes I'm worthy of forgiveness who was lost is now redeemed when you see
that you call me yours. Come on, let's make this our confession. Who am I that you love me? Who am I that you saved my soul? Who am I without you, Lord? Heavenly Father, we are your children, but we are still struggling. We are still struggling with all of our difficulties, with all the trials we are experiencing in our lives. Heavenly Father, we are your children and we are here, but we are still struggling with our weaknesses. We are still struggling with our habitual sins, but we are here. And so we ask you, Father, look at us. We ask you, Father, we know that you can see us, Almighty God. Look at our hearts, look at our minds, look at our souls, because you can see that we love to be here, because you can see that we are doing our best to serve you, to live lives that are pleasing to you, but we are still weak, and so we ask you, give us the grace, give us the rules, give us the laws, Give us the systems that we need so that we can really live lives that are pleasing to you so that we can be used by you mightily to proclaim your kingdom to the ends of the earth. We are here. We may not be worth it, but we are doing our best. And we are yours. We are yours forever.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph slash radio.